Good morning, super entrepreneurs. I hope you're having an amazing day. Uh, welcome to the Entrepreneurs. I'm Super Joe Parter for anyone who doesn't know that. Uh, and today I have uh, four stories to bring to you uh, today. First, we're going to talk about Evergrande and the newest update on what's going on with them. Uh, then I have the hottest toys to grab in 2021 and how much they cost. Uh, you know, if you're if you're a parent like I am, uh, maybe now is that time to to go and do that. I thought it would be interesting to take a look and see what kind of toys are out there, and maybe there's some opportunities as entrepreneurs that we could take advantage of, uh, as well as talking about Dollar Tree to start selling items more than a dollar. And then yesterday. Uh, yesterday morning, actually, before I came on and did the entrepreneurs, uh, I actually, um, had a run in with some dogs and felt kind of threatened. And I was talking about this in the super entrepreneur, uh, education and mastermind, uh, or seam as I call it. And we, you know, we were talking about like relating that back to, uh, an entrepreneurial lesson, uh, that that it, 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 it was, it's an incredible thing. You're gonna want to hear this story at the end, and then of course, as always, I will answer your questions with an answer uh, at the end of this live stream. So today, let's start off talking about Evergrande. So if you uh, it says this article says from the BBC, Evergrande struggling firm to raise 1.5 billion dollars as debt payment looms. So if you haven't been following, Evergrande is uh, this huge construction company. It's based out of uh, China. I think it started, if I remember correctly, it was like something in the in the early 2000s, late 90s. And it just has, uh, basically, it's leveraged its debt over and over and over, like leveraged everything it owns and the debt over and over and over again as it has gotten bigger and bigger and bigger and owns like a ton of the um, of the livable rentable space in China, which, uh, is, is huge, right? I mean, China's market has grown so big, uh, just in the last 20 years, comparatively speaking to the previous 20 years, uh, before that. So, uh, they are looking at, so the Chinese property giant Evergrande is, uh, said, uh, it is selling 1.5 billion dollars, or 1.5 billion pounds, or 1.1 billion pounds stake in its own. Uh, in uh, it owns in commercial in a commercial bank as it scrambles to raise money owed to customers, investors, and suppliers. So they were paying um, a whole lot of interest only uh, to keep the whole to keep the whole business operating. And when that uh, when you know COVID hit, like. It, everything changed, right? Everything has changed, and now they're, you know, the remnants of when COVID hit in the beginning of, of you know, March 2020 is not real. Well, actually, for them, it was even before that. But, you know, the effects a year and a half later are, are being felt, right? And this, uh, a lot of people would say that Evergrande owns so much real estate in, in China, and so they even own a, a, a sports team, a soccer team or football team, if you, if you will, uh, and, and so many different businesses and so many different industries and niches that, uh, you know, it's like they're too big to fail, but 
Uh, some are saying that China is just going to let it happen and let the chips fall where they may. Um, that probably won't end well. I mean, I, I am not a fan of um, I'm not a fan of of just letting you know things fall where they may, and and I'm also not a fan of of like let's bail out the banks and and all that stuff like that. Uh, is it was not great either, right? There, there, there's got to be a middle ground there. And so they're going to they're going to go and raise this money. Um, I hope that they're able to do it for everybody's sake, because even though this is in China, uh, it absolutely has effects to us and uh, here in the States and, and the rest of the world, which is why people have their their eyes on what's going on there and, and affects it, you know, it potentially affects everybody, um, just as the U.S. banking crisis happened in, in you know, the end of 07, 08, uh, it, it has a ripple effect. So, you know, we'll be I'll be doing a better job uh, going forward here, tracking the Evergrande situation and um, the business lesson, the entrepreneur lesson that I want to bring back to you with this is making sure that you're not over leveraging yourself. Um, look, it, it, we all want to roll the dice, right? And the no risk, you know, uh, no risk it, no biscuit, as they say. But we have to, we have to find where we're comfortable and where, um, because like I've been in that situation where we had a a, a a ton of money, like close to like a million dollars tied up in one company, and that company uh, wasn't they weren't re- getting their contracts renewed by government contracts, and it was like, whoa, like are they going to uh, all of a sudden? default and 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 if they do are we going to get our money probably not you know we're going to be in line and and it's going to take a while to get that money so you have to you have to, it's a it's a constant balancing act of like how much money can we put out there how much can we leverage and what can we do to mitigate so we're you know uh 80% of our business isn't coming from 20% of our customers and and sometimes you you need to make sure that you're like kind of because uh, nobody wants to cut that company off, right? It's like, oh, you know, they they're just they're so big. They need the, they need this. They need the parts. And in in this case, it was a trucking, uh, our trucking truck parts company. And uh, you know, it's like you don't want to cut them off because they'll just go and deal with someone else. And and in, in that case, they were like when we finally were like, hey, we can't keep leveraging. You know, we aren't the bank. We can't just get, let you keep taking, taking and taking and taking and like hoping that everything's going to turn out. Now, fortunately, everything did work out, but there was a couple months there where it was like we could lose everything, <laughs> you know, if if uh, that million, you know, million plus dollars just basically evaporates. Um, it, it could it could cause a domino effect that just ever you know the rest of the company will feel even having you know eleven locations and and four other companies in our in our you know, uh, nucleus to, to kind of soften that blow. So I, you know, I just want to caution everybody, uh, make sure that you're not over leveraging your, your business, your, uh, and you're not allowing your customers to get so far out if you're holding on to that debt for them. So, uh, real quick, I got a couple questions here. Uh, Thank you so much for uh, for being here, gaming, and for uh, MacNolds. I I will get to your question uh, at the end. I greatly greatly appreciate you being here with me today. The next article um, is a real quick story: the hottest toys to grab in 2021 and how much they cost. Uh, so I you know as a as a parent, uh, it's. 
you know, to, the Christmas season's coming up, right? The gift giving season is coming up. It's literally right around the corner. I think we're we're under a, we're under hundred days at this point, or or close to it. If not, now nah, it probably is under hundred days. So, uh, so Toys R Us and Macy's released their top se- uh, toy top seventy five toys of the season. Jeffrey's Hot Toys. It's what I want to I want to point out. Toys R Us didn't exist <laughs> not that long ago, and here they are teaming up with Macy's. I, I, I think, was it Macy's that bought into them or something like that. Uh, I forget how that how that played out, but there is a I think there's a website that you can at least go uh, to. And if you're not familiar with Toys R Us, uh, Toys R Us is a huge well was a huge force in the toy industry. And the the a lesson I want to point out here, actually, before I go any further, is the the wake of Toys R Us closing their doors. Um, all these other retailers stocked up on toys um from Kohl's to Best Buy uh uh just like you know Target Walmart like they all got a surge of getting of got of getting more toys on their shelves because to fill that void of people still needing toys Toys R Us was mismanaged right like they had a ton of debt and they had a ton of uh debt inventory and you know when things get so big they get slow and when things get slow and things aren't going your way, you know, it just starts to, it starts to steamroll, uh, or, or, you know, um, snowball effect into a bigger and bigger problem. And that's what, where Toys R Us. So it's not that Toys R Us wasn't a fantastic brand. I grew up being a Toys R Us kid, you know, going to get my Nintendo games and, and my toys from Toys R Us back in the day. Um, but I, I just, you know, the brand power was great. It's just everything else wasn't not going great for, for the business. Uh, so some of the toys that they had, or they have uh, for the, the 75, let's see, they have uh, Jeffrey's Hot Toy List includes hero-themed toys such as G.I. Joe, Origins Ninja Role, uh, role Play Set for $21, Bumblebee, uh cyberverse adventures dino but i can't even say this is like a tongue twister uh dinobots unite roll and change figure for 52.99 that's one thing so like having kids i i never realized just how expensive some of these toys are um and then i'll tell you like having two kids of like two there's two years between them one's a boy one's a girl we just have so many toys and i feel like we're constantly like at, at at a battle there of like what do we keep what do we not keep how do we keep, get our keep our kids um engaged so that they're open to the idea of like donating it to someone else you know or giving giving it to someone else to to play with especially when you're talking about like baby you know baby baby toys uh so to, it says uh it goes on to say toys focus more on interactive play uh include a 21 dollar National Geographic light up air rocks. I, I what I what I'd like to know is is what they're where they're getting this um this this data from to say that they, these are the hottest toys that are going to be hot. I, I almost wonder if like these are the toys that we have access to and don't have access to a lot. So it's almost like a supply. You know, it's a supply issue. And they're just like, well, let's put out a list and either they, maybe they have a ton of them. And they're trying to get rid of it, or they don't have a ton, and they're actually trying to do a service to for parents to say, "Hey, you might want to buy it now because if you wait until like November, you know, if you wait till Black Friday in November, you're gonna be it's too late, 
you're just you're not going to be able to get some of these things. So uh, I just thought it was a fun story to to kind of bring to light and to talk about you know some supply chain things because uh, you know these these companies are definitely feeling the uh, the crunch of the supply chain. Speaking of uh, supply chain, speaking of um, inflation to go along with that because of the supply chain issues, Dollar Tree. Uh, if you're not familiar with Dollar Tree, they sell things for a dollar. Uh, is, is set to sell some items for more than a dollar. Items that can go for a dollar twenty-five to a dollar fifty will will soon be found in the mix at some locations amid the typical assortment of dollar products. Now, I dollar I, I actually really like Dollar Tree. Uh, they I, I I think it's the I, I don't know. There's so many dollar stores. I think Dollar Tree is the one that I really like, and the products that they have there are. Pr- pretty darn good for a dollar like you you can get uh even like name brand stuff i mean it's very much scaled down like you know if you would get like this much in the package you're only going to get like this much for a dollar but the opportunity to be able to get something and not and, and still have it be brand name um product is 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 awesome so they are feeling the uh well there's a there's um there's a term for this where instead of inflating the price of instead of inflating the price of like, oh, this, you know, this water bottle used to be it's up from LTTstore.com. Uh, instead of being $29.99, we're going to raise the price to, you know, $33. Right. And instead of doing that, uh, what you would do is you would maybe. Well, I mean, it's not really with a hard product, but say this was filled with like popcorn or something like that. It's like, oh, you get this plus the popcorn. So instead of, you know, inflating the price to $33, they just like, instead of filling it to here with popcorn, they fill it to here with popcorn and still sell it at the same price. Now, I've seen it at my local convenience store where the, you know, buy two bags of chips uh, used to be $6. Uh, for you know, big bags uh, of chips uh, is six dollars. Now it's seven dollars. So, uh, but for a while there, it was still six dollars. But they probably have done a combination of those things. So what they'll probably do is like, oh, that we lowered the amount that we're putting in the bag, and then eventually we they couldn't stave off the uh, the inflation of the uh, the cost. So then they uh, they end up raising it a dollar anyway, and then what they'll probably do is keep that same size and then maybe eventually roll it back to six dollars. Uh, and it's like, oh, cool, it's back to the price it was, but like, really, it's not because you're getting just that much less in the bag. So uh, Dollar Tree embedded. A Dollar Tree embedded in its very name is what it stands for. Behind these doors, everything can be had for just a dollar. The, uh, the mantra to which Chesapeake, Virginia company has held true for decades will now be only mostly true. So, I, you know, I, I'm, I, I think there's something to be said for putting things uh, in your name. Like, we do this, and then now we don't. Uh, I mean, Gap, you know, the Gap is... Uh, is a, is a great example of that you know the gap was the if i if i remember correctly it was the gap between uh the lines on a record because they were a record store eventually started selling jeans and then became the gap as we know it today uh but you know i when you say a dollar like it look if i if every, if everybody had their own money tree and it just grew dollars, then these things could still cost more than a dollar. I I mean, ultimately, I, I think that it seems like they want to get their uh, 
their call, you know, their their pricing back in in check, and they probably will uh, at some point to keep you know to keep it going. But in in the meantime, they they're dealing with increased costs, right? Annual inflation in the U.S. reached four point two percent in July. Uh, the highest in three decades. And this week, in an appearance before Congress, Fed Chair Jerome Powell said that the price increases have worsened amid snarled supply chains and rising labor costs. So I actually wonder um, if they have... I wonder how hard it was for them to be able to implement that. When you talk about a company that has uh, ke- you know, kept everything at a dollar for, what did it say, four decades three uh well it said for decades our customers are thrill of the hunt where did it say that is so true yeah so it doesn't it doesn't say for how long i thought it did but uh when you when you have a company that's based around everything's on for a dollar then all of a sudden it's not um i i wonder if depending on the computer system that they had that they operate they have operating on if it was actually like more of a headache um, because you wouldn't necessarily need a complex system of everything if you're only tracking cost. I would tend to think that you could just change that that price, I would think, but who knows? People get caught all the time with like these dumb little things that turn into really big headaches. I mean, look at look at uh, when the when the 2000 millennium bug it was a thing, right? It's like oh no, nobody thought that that would be a you know should be a problem just putting in two digits for your your year of the date, but turns out it actually was uh, a really potential big problem that a ton of people that got, did not get enough credit helped work to make not a problem. Mostly with older computer systems, not like our modern you know modern windows 95 98 uh, computer systems so uh the last thing i wanted to talk about before i answer questions is i had a run-in uh yesterday and i'm trying to find my notes here okay so i had a run-in yesterday i was out literally out running um and i had my headphones in i had the uh the uh what's it do the not do not disturb um noise cancellation on and all of a sudden out of the blue i'm I'm running on the you know on the street and there's two dogs that came running well i saw one it, it like literally like it was almost as a appeared in front of me it was running so fast jumped at you know run out out in front of me turned to me started barking and growling and like and this all happened in like second like one to three seconds it, it couldn't have been longer than that so it's barking at me and i'm like whoa like what like what is going on here like i was caught very off guard meanwhile this other dog uh which actually turned out to be a pit bull ran like right by me and off into the left and darted in behind a house with like woods as soon as that dog got past us the far the first dog in front of me was a german shepherd stopped growling stopped barking looked over saw that the pitbull had run past and then darted off behind, you know in in chasing the pitbull so uh well my, you know so a lot of people would probably be very scared i was more startled than scared at the moment uh it's not like the dog was like coming at me or anything it just was like showing its teeth growling barking uh and in my mind, within, you know, within a minute or, you know, 30 seconds of it happening, um, my mind went to, oh, man, this was like, this was like 
a, a like a Disney, you know, Homeward Bound kind of mo- moment here, right? This dog um, barked to get my, you know, to to keep my attention and to like like scare me, I guess, or or whatever. While the other dog darted past me because maybe that dog is the you know the pit bulls, the scaredy cat in the situation. I but that's where my mind went. And talking yesterday in the Super Entrepreneur Education and Mastermind, um, you know, we were talking. About, I was telling the story, and and it came up like, oh, what, like what's the what's the business lesson here? And that's where I, I wanted to be able to, to to share the story was, I you know, I, I think the business lesson is is you're going to have things happen that aren't expected. You're you're just minding your own business you're going forward doing your own thing something's going to come uh you know in front of you and you're gonna be tasked with making a decision within seconds uh one you know one to three seconds and you have to stay calm you know you have to assess the situation and not panic you have to make that decision that is going to be best for you, for your family, for the business, for the, the team that you've put together, and make that decision sometimes very quickly. Like maybe it's not seconds, maybe it's a couple hours, maybe it's a couple days, but you are tasked with figuring that out. And so I wasn't worried, um, you know, in the moment, I was more startled. And, and I mean, I, I put my hands up and I like step back cause I'm like, Whoa, like this, you know, I was listening to a podcast at the time. So, uh, you know, listening about uh, Disney business related stuff and not thinking that I almost never have a dog show up and, and want, you know, growl at me or anything like that. So, and I didn't even hear him coming behind me, which was probably not for the best, but Besides that, I want you to think about how you react in in situations um, related to your business and how you take try to keep a level, try to keep a calm approach, try to diffuse the situation the best that you can, and move on right from with from a place of power, from a place of 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 being a super entrepreneur, right of of empowering uh, other people. And and that's the that's the lesson that I, I want you to take away from this random encounter. Uh, turns out later on, I found out that the the family uh, actually lost the somebody left the do- the gate open uh, to to a house not far from where I was, and the dogs got out. They did get home safely, so that's that's awesome. Um, and and yeah, so it ended and then it all ended happily, and we got a lesson out of it. So uh, ding ding for that. So all right, I want to talk. Uh, we got uh, we got. Let's see, gaming just passing by to uh, to say thanks for your videos. Uh, uh, G- GTG, your fan from ba- uh, Bahrain. Busaud. I don't know if I said that properly. I hope I did. Uh, and I'm, I'm so glad that you're able to, to join us here on the live stream, man. Uh, or, or, or lady. Um, we got uh, Mac McNolds. Uh, question. How do you discern between good business advice and scams where a business expert is just taking your money? It's so hard to tell these days. Oh, man. Okay. So I, I don't know. Um, 
if you're a CoffeeZilla fan. Uh, if you're not, you probably should be. I mean, I, I'm I'm a fan. Uh, I like what he does. I, I'd love I'd love to have him on my channel at some point to talk uh, about that. I've pitched him, but he he he's opened my emails. He just says I know he's busy tracking the next uh, you know NFT meltdown thing going on, and and rightfully so. There's somebody somebody needs to be holding these people accountable. Um, okay how how do you discern good advice so the approach that i always take is i want the people that i work with like in the super entrepreneur mastermind to make the decisions ultimately of their own right we don't we we as entrepreneurs we are our problem solvers right we are that's what we're supposed to be we're supposed to be able to take see what the situation is Identify the problems and make solutions. And I, I think that pretty much not, I don't want to say everybody because I hate making blanket statements. Uh, oh, glad you, you, you love CoffeeZilla. I, I love CoffeeZilla too. He's, again, he's doing great, great work. Um, I, look, I mean, so many people out there are, are, are just faking it for the you know fake it till you make it kind of thing um uh, i mean i've seen stories where people were like oh i hired this coach and you know basically they they told me to fire everybody and and i wasn't sure if i should do it should i not do it? and this is one story that just comes to mind um from i one message i think a message board or something i was reading and and my thought to that was look even doctors get it wrong. You know, you, you should get a second opinion. It doesn't matter what, you know, you're going for. Get us usually if it's, it has something to do with a life threatening anything. Um, and in this case, a life threatening to your business, a life threatening to your team, your family and everything else that's tied to your business, your customers. Um, be, be, be leery. Right. And, and you should, you should be leery of all time. Even of me, I, I invite people to to question. I, I would love to have, you know, I want to have an educated conversation um, or debate, you know, engage conversation, if you will, about anything that I have to say about business. And I think when you're looking at who is the business expert that I want to work with, right, I think what you should do is look at the people that are doing what you want to be doing. Uh, still have a skeptical eye. Always have a question everything. I mean, it's like literally one of the things I wrote in my first books. It was a chapter. It question everything, right? Um, and 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 see, like, is this person acting in the way that I want them? You know, that I would expect them to. Is this the person I would actually want to talk to? That I would actually want to. Uh, work with and accomplish the goals? Are they aligned with how I think, how I, how I feel? I mean, I, I know I'm not for everybody, right? Like the whole super entrepreneur thing, uh, you know, positivity. And, and I, I consider myself a positive realist is not for everybody. And that's, and that's fine. That That's fine. I, that's, that's okay. Um, it's not gonna, it's not gonna change my, my way of life one way or the other. So, I think that you you really need to align with people that are saying the things that you you want to hear, but 
but also saying things that maybe you don't want to hear, but are delivering it in a way that makes um, you feel confident that it's it's real. Now, with that said, like things can be plot. I mean, even listening to this, like it, um, it's it's it, it is a bit of a conundrum. Um, if you're going to TikTok for your information, I I don't know. I, I mean, if people are there, they're flashing their their this or their that. Uh, I, I tend to think that there's a lot more to probably not believing them. Uh, also, I mean, do, do do you know? Do your due diligence. Go check out their social media. What what are they posting about? What kind of engagement are they getting? Are they just getting a ton of likes and views on on TikTok or on on YouTube? What's the comments look like? What's the what's the community around that person look like? Um, do you feel like the people that are in that are writing those comments with the what they're writing? Do you feel like these are people you'd want to hang out with? These are people you would like to learn from. Um, but anybody who's selling a, a single box, like, hey, if you just follow this six six step thing, like it's gonna be, we're gonna make it rain up in here. You're gonna have so much money. Blah 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 blah. There's no one path to success. You have to do the things that you feel right in doing, and are able to look at the, you know, to have the data to be able to, to go and say, okay, this is the direction that I, I want to. Because every audience, every customer base, every, um, every opportunity to have, be in front of people is going to be different. You know, the people that are listening to this show the and you know, watching this show, the people that are uh, watching CoffeeZilla, the people that are watching, you know, Grant Cardone or, or Gary Vee, are different. There's a different makeup of people um, and a different level of comfort, uh, comfort ability of those people to speak uh, the way that they they want. Um, so yeah. Uh, with that said, like I'm not the biggest Gary Vee fan. I'm not the uh, I'm not the biggest Grant Cardone fan. Even though I'm doing, uh, I have a new. What time is it? Ten thirty. I have a new Grant Cardone undercover billionaire dropping in like thirty minutes. Here, uh, I try to keep a open mind with uh, with the advice and things. Um, I also, you know, the other thing is uh, another question you could ask is: Are they insured? Are they insured for the things that they're putting out there? Um, you know, because if they're not insured, that you know that doesn't bode very well. <laughs> doesn't bode very well uh, from from a, a vice standpoint. Uh, they they you you want to make sure that they're insured. Do, what what kind of background do they have? How did they make their money? Where like what's what what stories have they shared go into like podcast interviews right go and i i mean i invite you to go to my website go to superjoeparo.com go to pre, the press under about i think it is or contact there's um there's a press button there there's like 150 interviews that i've given you know over the course of the last 7 years plus um you know 400 plus you know um podcast episodes that i've done prior to all this so I, you know, I invite you to go and do all that. I th- and I invite you to do that with any business expert that you're looking to work with, really anybody you're, that you're looking to work with, uh, not just in business, you know, go and go and do your research as much as possible. Um, and, and always, I guess the good, the best litmus test I could give you is if it doesn't, if something, you know, they always say like, is it too good to be, if it's too good to be true, sounds too good to be true, then it probably isn't. Uh, the, I would say that 9.5 times out of 10, that's probably the case. 
that's probably the case. And that's one of the reasons I set up my, uh, the way I do videos and the way I interact with people and interviews and everything is consistent. That's why I got bags under my eyes because it's just I'm not putting makeup on because uh, I, I want to be I want to be real and I want to be able to be um, trusted. And if you're, you know, I, I don't want to say if you're lying about that kind of thing, you know, what else are you, you lying about? But, um, yeah, just got to do your research. So I, I really appreciate the question because it's it's definitely something I've wrangled with for a long time. Uh, in fact, I out of the gate when I left my family's business uh, back in 2014, I was all gun ho about you know po- uh, business coaching and and the podcast and everything. And I actually watched a show uh, with Penn and Teller called Bullshit, and I got I was binging it and got to the episode where they uh, talked about coaching and how you know BS it was, and it made me feel like you know I don't want to be. Um, I don't want to be be connected to to people like that are that are like that. They're just there to take people's money and and all that. And it was a number of years. So I did a couple of you know I worked with a couple of people right out of the gate, and then kind of kind of simmered on that and and worked in you know a lot of times I was working on websites like building websites for people to make money to make ends meet, and it was. Um, my good friend and one of my business mentors, uh, eventually, you know, and, and we were really good friends. Uh, Samantha Riley, we started talking and I, you know, I told her like, I don't, you know, feel really confident in the, you know, being a business coach because I don't want to be lumped in with these, you know, business experts and get rich quick schemes and all that stuff. And, um, you know, she told me, she's like, you know, Joe, you, you have uh you and i have to do this because because of those people you know you and i have to be out there uh preaching the the right things you know and 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 showing people the right way of going about doing it and that there is no quick way of all of just making it all happen quick could still be a year quick could still be two years three years of 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 climbing that ladder to success for what you want to accomplish not me but the but the people that we're talking to and it was that conversation that got me, okay, you know, maybe, maybe she's right. I mean, I, I, I've been in, been around business since I was six years old, sweeping floors in the family business, you know, this, uh, this upcoming year in September, I will have been around and in business and started many of this, many businesses over the years for 30 years at the age of 35. Well, I'll be 36 at that point. So, so from the age of six, I started working there sweeping floors, counting inventory, you know, putting stuff on shelves and things like that. So most people don't have that experience. And, uh, and I'm not going to, I'm not one to say like, Oh, look at this, this kid on TikTok. He's like, you know, 17 years old. What does he know about business? Because like I was, you know, one of those kids, uh, you know, it, it, so I, I, I age ages and, uh, isn't an opportunity to, to kind of, you know, poo poo somebody's experience, um, in my book, but, but it could be, you know, it, it could very well be, uh, you know, I definitely be skeptical of like, uh, crypto. And with that said, I have, you know, I've invested in crypto. I mine some crypto. Uh, I, uh, I'm skeptical of NFTs, but I understand and I'm going to do a video, um, talking about NFTs in the, in the upcoming months here or months, uh, upcoming week, uh, week or so here. Um, you know, I, but 
I, I think that, you know, the work, to me, the work speaks for itself. Uh, the, the history speaks for itself. And, you know, I, I think that if you, you're interested in somebody, if they are an open book and they are be, you know, giving enough proof to show that they are being forward about what they, what they bring to the table, then, then uh, maybe feel comfortable as long as, again, it's aligned with how you th- look and feel because a coach, that's really all we do is we help you. Um, we help make the, the uh, assess where you're at and make the, um, the necessary changes and analogies to make it so that it's relatable to you to get you where you want to go. So uh, I hope that answer has been sufficient. I appreciate all of you watching uh, and commenting and the questions, and I'm, I'm looking forward to doing it tomorrow. We'll be here tomorrow. tomorrow. Tomorrow's Friday already? Tomorrow's Friday already. So tomorrow will be the end of the first week of Entrepreneurs. I'm looking forward to it. I hope you are as well. I will see you in the next video. I got to get better at this pointing thing. Uh, oh, is it? Yeah, over here. Uh, I'll see you in one of the next videos over here. You're very welcome. Take care.